one of America's most distinctive and historic destinations, the most luxurious resort in the country, luxury that was unmatched at the time. A location known for its extravagance, accommodations, and size, this hotel is notable for many things, including, unexpectedly, one of the most haunted places in the Ozarks. A stonemason roaming the halls doesn't seem out of the ordinary, until you hear his screams as he falls from the third floor balcony, again. A man telling you he's waiting for the woman of his dreams as he suddenly disappears surely isn't ordinary either. You'll find very few things really are ordinary once you check in for your stay at the Crescent Hotel. Hello, you are listening to Or So They Say, the podcast where two sisters travel small town America, one ghostly tale at a time. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Megan. Are you so laughing at I'm me? All, no, I'm already like, the heat is getting to me. I, I couldn't even finish the sentence. The amount of sweat running off of my body. This may or may not be our fastest episode to date, not because we have nothing to talk about, but because we will be melted away by the end of this all. <laughs> Of course, now, when we're in the middle of an unprecedented heat wave, has my air conditioning decided to crap out on me? Mm-hmm. It is currently 85 degrees in my house, and yes. I'm just, like, pa- panicking a tiny bit. It's fine. <laughs> so if you hear, like, the soft chirping of birds in the background, it's because, and the headbutting of microphone stands, it's because uh, I have my windows open because I am going to perish, I'm- honestly. The amount of uncomfy on my body right now. First of all, I am so pregnant. Yeah, yeah. I'm so big and I'm so hot. And I'm, I'm, there's going to be like a lot of sighing and heavy breathing. And I know if you hear us start to get like quieter and quiet, we're like nodding off in this heat. We're, yes, we're passing out. There's literally sweat running down my forehead and my legs. Uh, yeah, that's why I'm wearing a headband. It's like partially for looks, mostly for practicality. Catch but, that sweat catcher. That's not why we're here, though. No, that is we're, not why we're here. We'll try not to complain about the heat, but, like, man, is it making me anxious. <laughs> if, yeah, if you're not in the Midwest, it is currently over 90 degrees Fahrenheit. Depending so. on where you are, yeah. Right now, I think earlier it was 95. I got 96 said, yeah. is what I clocked, yeah. Yeah, so having a good time here in a, a lovely Midwestern spring, <laughs> might I add. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but welcome back to to uh, another thursday another episode another small town another haunted place yeah scary spooky things you, and we're just gonna you know sometimes we banter hope you like it if you don't that's a shame but right now i think we're just gonna get into it because i gotta i gotta get through this we've bantered enough right like, that was enough banter i'm already putting more hot air into the into the room i know i'm sorry i hate that you said that out loud <laughs> And also we have my bearded dragon in here who is probably loving every second of this because her heat lamp is on, having a swell time over there. <laughs> it's the most active I've seen her in days. All right. So if you've been following us uh, for the last, since we came back the last few weeks, you know that we are not clever and we've been going alphabetically through the United States. <laughs> Which, you know, that's fine. That ensures almost a year worth of episodes. Right. Over and- a year if you count our expeditions if you will oh and our tangents and things like oh, that oh gosh we got it made folks we're gucci for at least god a bless year america <laughs> <laughs> so this week we are in arkansas 
Arkansas, yes. Arkansas. Arkansas. Don't mess up <laughs> the people. Don't mess it's, up the international listeners. It's Arkansas. Why it's not pronounced Arkansas, I don't know. Because it's literally Kansas with A-R in front of it. And more specifically, we are in Eureka Springs. Eureka Springs. And I did you immediately think like Eureka's Castle, even though you remember nothing about Eureka's Castle? I mean, I did. But at this moment, I heard springs. and I was like, water. <laughs> so <laughs> Oil, water. What is it, Sandlot, when he's like oily? Mm. Uh talking about the girl at the pool how he wants to like oh put, yeah. yeah i thought you were talking about space balls when they're <laughs> going through the desert and it's like water no. water oil <laughs> right room service oh my gosh i <laughs> forgot all about that i really thought that's what you were talking about now i want to watch space balls oh my gosh okay no we're at your Eure- eureka springs not i almost said castle eureka springs and Kansas. Arkansas. Arkansas. <laughs> oh my gosh. Guys. I was like, what are you trying to say right now? I don't know. Whatever. We're at a we're at a hotel. Surprise, Ooh. surprise. Go figure. Lots of haunted hotels, man. You know, hotel, we say hotel, but like, get ready for this glow up after glow up after kind of it just this episode brought to you by Four Hands Wine. Is that what it's called? Because there's literally a sentence in here. Hands, fourteen it? hands. It probably did go through fourteen hands, honestly, by the end of all of it. Okay. So let's jump right in, shall we? Please. The Haunted Crescent Hotel in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. I almost said Kansas anyway. <laughs> so first of all, this place looks kind of wild. It it gives me uh, Waverly vibes. A yes, little bit in, yep. like, all of the openings, all of the windows and stuff. Oh, yeah. And it's... it's It very much looks like a castle. It, it could be Eureka's It honest castle. to God looks like a castle. And actually, they talk about the architecture of it and who built it and blah, blah, blah. And that is why we're here. So let us dive in. Also, whoever wrote this, like, has probably an English minor. I don't know. It just seems kind of... You'll see. Oh, a minor, not a major? Mm, I mean... Who really majors in English, Megan? That hurts, and you know it. <laughs> Will you just read? Okay, well, you know what? I have a music degree, and I work at a coffee shop, so we're all where we're meant to be. <laughs> Perched on the crest of West Mountain above the Victorian village of Eureka Springs, Arkansas, is the historic 1886, I almost said 1866, <laughs> Crescent Hotel and Spa. The 78-room resort hotel is not only known as one of America's most distinctive and historic destinations. Pause. Why Why does everybody seem to, like the most distinct and historic? Then why haven't I heard of it Pray before tell. now? Pray, yeah, pray, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I, don't I don't know. I just hate how everybody's like, it's so historic. I've never heard of you. So clearly <laughs> you're not that distinctive. Sorry. I don't know her. Anyway... Uh, but it's also renowned for a bevy of spirits that are said to continue to walk upon upon these palatial grounds. Oh. That's what I mean by the, the I almost said music minor, hello, English minor. Like, who uses the word palatial? I'm, what does it mean? Pa with a P? Palatial. I was trying not to pop into well, the thing. feel stupid if that's a minor, then I have no... Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I have no reason to have this degree. None whatsoever. I hope you're all enjoying the background noise of lawnmowers and cars, and unless birds. you want us to melt. Deal with it. <laughs> Onward. 
Built by the Eureka Springs Improvement Company and the Frisco Railroad, the hotel was designed by Isaac L. Taylor, a well-known Missouri architect who had designed several famous buildings in St. Louis. Good for him. 27 acres at the north end of West Mountain was chosen for its majestic location overlooking the valley. Wonderful. Wow. Honestly, good choice. Yeah. It was an important time in Eureka Springs history as the healing waters. I live in the Midwest. There's a lot of trucks. I don't know I what to tell you. I saw the front of that truck. I was like, here we here go. Here she comes. Here she comes. There's going to be plenty more where that came from. It was an important time in Eureka Springs' history as the, quote, healing waters of the Ozarks had become well known across the nation. People from near and far were swimming to this swarming. Oh my gosh, guys. I'm swimming right now. Okay, hopefully last comment on the heat. It won't be, but it's fine. Swarming to the area in hopes of curing their ailments and easing their pains. The Crescent Hotel and Spa developers plan to take advantage of these many travelers by building the most luxurious resort in the country. We love capitalism. People, People want to come here for healing. Let's jump on it, make some money, sounds build a resort, like, and make them pay for their healing. Sounds like dollar bills to me. Yes. It's welcome to America. <laughs> Powell Clayton, a former governor of Arkansas from 1868 to 1870, formed the Eureka Springs Improvement Company to take advantage of this prosperous period. Sounds like a governor. <laughs> Along with several other investors, the Frisco Railroad joined in on the plan, knowing that the resort could only spur the business. So, again, everybody's it's a cash grab to, you know, capitalize on people's woes people and ailments. Hands in this. Yeah, they're awful people. Well, let's I yeah, I'm going to say they're awful people. I was going to say let's not generalize too bad. They're all dead. It's okay. <laughs> Numerous stonemasons were brought in from Ireland to begin the construction in 1884. I feel like somewhere, given the timeline, that is problematic, but that's okay. They brought in stonemasons from Ireland. Why? Oh. Yeah, doesn't it seem problematic? Somewhere something doesn't feel right. <laughs> Historians, tell us. Please, tell us in the comments. Due to the density of the magnesium limestone used to build the hotel, special wagons were constructed to move the massive pieces of stone from the quarry site on the White River. Wow. Sorry, I had to burp there for a second. <laughs> Yuck. Designed in, a, in an eclectic array of my goodness gracious... <laughs> That wasn't even a truck. That was not even a truck. Wants to rub up against me right now too, and it's just everything. Everything. Well, (laughs) speaking of eclectic, this whole episode's a whole, Mm. a whole shindig. So just strap in, folks. Follow along as close as you can, (laughs) if you can. There is a pop quiz at the end. Yeah, (laughs) designed in an eclectic array of architectural styles, the Masons built 18-inch walls, several towers, overhanging balconies, and a massive stone fireplace in the lobby. Mm. Like 18 inch thick. thick. I'm saying, oh. I th- yeah, thick. Well, why 18 inch I don't, walls? I don't, I, Kelsey, I just don't under, <laughs> I don't know. I I'm, don't know. I'm, before I fainted, after, after I, I fainted, fainted, I don't know. know. I don't know. <laughs> As construction continues, for those of you that have joined us way late into the game, if you haven't watched Clue before, like the wonderful cinematic classic Clue with Eileen Brennan and Tim Curry and uh, Martin Mull and all the rest of them (laughs) go watch it that's what that's from it's our favorite movie the end (laughs) uh okay there we were as construction continued for the next two years more and more workers were hired as electrical lights modern plumbing steam heating and an elevator extensive landscaping and luxurious decorations and amenities were built into the hotel this is the 1800s 
In the end, the hotel cost $294,000 to build, an extremely extravagant amount for the time. And like we always do, we always are curious, look how prepared I am. I already had the calculator up. I sure did. So in 1884, when building started on this hotel, and it opened in 1886, I believe, they spent Mm $294,000. Today, would you like to know how much that is? I'm going to say a number. uh, It's not astronomical. I honestly thought it would be higher. Is it over a million? Oh, yeah. Okay, two million? A little bit higher. (laughs) Okay, I don't know. I'm going to stop. Three million? (laughs) Do that eight more times. Eight million, six hundred seventy-three thousand, two hundred and seventy dollars today. Okay. (laughs) So, I mean, like... It's sad that I'm like, there are things that are, like, we hear the numbers billions and trillions anymore today that that doesn't, exactly, you can't even fathom a million dollars. Most of us cannot. If you're listening to this podcast, I can assure you, you cannot fathom a million dollars. Why are you listening to us also go to Patreon, donate some money? (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, it's, it is sad that like we hear such large numbers today that you can't even fathom that I'm like, oh, it's just 8.6 million yeah, I've seen homes like that on House Hunters. It's fine. It's Drop fine. in the bucket. Exactly. <laughs> no, uh, but that is that is a oh, if you want percentages, that's what did it say? There's an inflation. That's an inflation average of two point four eight percent per year between eighteen eighty four and today, and today producing a cumulative price increase of two thousand eight hundred and fifty point zero nine percent, almost that's a three thousand so dollar three thousand percent increase. This is America. <laughs> words of childish gambino childish gambino yep. yeah yeah all right onward and upward please load thank you <laughs> where'd she go where's it at my page decided to jump right now you wanted to do that right now this very moment um i cannot keep you guys entertained oh no i found <laughs> oh, okay, it i thought good. you were gonna say something like really pressing <laughs> no i found it on may 20th 1886 which is almost we're really close to like the anniversary anniversary yes 1886 of the grandiose crescent hotel opened amid much fanfare as most places do i feel they feel like they did they had a big opening day and then they kind of like piddle out well it's funny that you say that the local local eureka springs times echo that's a that's the local eureka springs times echo that's the paper boo could have rethought that a little bit e-s-t-e esta the Esta. Much better. Called it, quote, America's most luxurious resort hotel, quote. Okay. <laughs> Snore. All right. No, what? Oh, I was just like, yawn. <laughs> yawn. Yeah, pretty much. Notables from across the country attended its grand opening, including a gala ball complete with a full orchestra and banquet dinner for 400 celebrants. Wow. I don't know why I'm having a hard time, like pronouncing words but i am celebrants okay i don't like it uh, I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> offering large airy rooms with exquisite furnishings a dining room that once seated more than 500 people and outside amenities that included a swimming pool tennis courts and croquet among a beautiful landscape of flower gardens winding board rock walks and gazebos the luxury of the hotel was unmatched at the time i mean it sounds nice i'll be honest it sounds nice it, it does sound very nice what doesn't sound nice is that I hit my mic stand. Folks, I'm sorry. We're just, I'm like, my hands, I'm melting. I'm like <laughs> dropping my phone into things. The cats are being cats. Uh, the Midwest is being the Midwest. It's just. It's a wonderful time. Wonderful, wonderful spring. And you would never know it. Yeah. However, the prosperity 
was not to last. Thank you for jinxing it, Megan. Okay. (laughs) After the turn of the century, people began to realize that the acclaimed, quote, healing waters didn't have the curative powers that the hotel in the city were so known for. We, hey now. (laughs) Little by little, people stopped coming to the beautiful resort. And then from 1908 to 1924, so when did it... So people are saying they really thought there was healing power in the Springs waters. Yeah, the Ozarks healing waters. People were literally flocking to this area for these waters. And what these, what this improvement company did was they're like, time to make some money. So they tried. Mm. And this it, just feels like regular water. Hey. <laughs> so I don't know what the gap, it, it doesn't show the gap time, time-wise between it being a hotel and its next step. But keeping in mind that it opened in 1886, it didn't make it very long because in ni- from 1908 to 1924, the building was utilized as the Crescent College and Conservatory for young women. Oh, yeah, it did not make it very long. No, not really. But also a college for women in 1908. Wonderful. Love it. Yeah. Progressive. But, uh, yes. Uh, but it continued as a resort during the summers. So I guess it didn't completely... There had to have been an uh, not an... You know, there had to be a period where they... Like a multi-purpose building. (laughs) Exactly. However, after opening, operating for 16 years, the Crescent College, the revenues from tuition and summer guests were not high enough to maintain the costs of running the large building and the women's college closed. Go figure. I'm sure all the men's colleges were fine. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Who would have ever (laughs) increased tuition? Who who does that? (laughs) After sitting abandoned for the next six years, it briefly reopened as a junior college from 1930 to 1934. Weirdly, these colleges are not working. They're not working. Maybe don't try it. I don't know. Again, maybe just try uh, raising raising tuition. Don't. Don't. Why Here we you, are. Why would you suggest that? I don't know. What, is, what a foolish thing to say. Don't do that. Please. Forgive student loan debt. In 1937, <laughs> Norman Baker arrived on the scene. Doesn't the name Norman Baker sound familiar? Maybe because Norman Bates, but like, I don't, well, okay, maybe I've just heard this story before because this is, this is an interesting part of this history. So just, uh, buckle in. In 1937, Norman Baker arrived on the scene and bought the aging hotel to open, to open a cancer hospital and health resort. Good for him. Good for him. Except it wasn't. Oh, okay. Advertising miracle cures that required neither surgery nor painful extensive tests Mm, skeptical, yep. What? The Baker Hospital alleged that its patients would walk away from the resort cancer-free. Oh, we just speak it into existence and you're healed? Essentially, yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> However, what was unknown to the many desperate patients, this is so, he's such an awful human. I know that I've heard this story before because I, probably on another podcast, but because just, he's telling these people, come to my resort and you will be cancer-free. He is telling you, you will walk out of these doors cancer-free. Mm-hmm. Let's go on and realize why he's a terrible human being. However, what was unknown to the many desperate patients who flocked to the hospital was that Norman Baker's, quote, miracle was nothing more than a scam that he had been purporting on unsuspecting patients for years. The man had absolutely no medical training. And where did my, huh? 
Okay. The man had absolutely no medical training and had been convicted in Iowa in 1936 for practicing medicine without a license. How easy is it to open a hospital with no credentials? You ever seen Catch Me? Well, opening one, I don't know. I was going to say, you ever seen Catch Me If You Can? That did. That guy did anything. I've actually Whatever not want. seen Catch Me If You Can. I love oh. Leo and I haven't seen it. I know. Uh, I mean, it's based off of a real guy who, yeah. yeah, he like stepped into a hospital and was like, hi, I'm Dr. So-and-so. And that everyone believed him. That's where charisma gets you. That's where it got Ted Bundy. If you say something with enough conviction, people believe it. Yeah. So keeping in mind, so this guy, where is it at? In 37, in 1937, he bought this place, turned it into it. In 1936, he had already been convicted in Iowa for practicing medicine without a license. Just a year prior. So like what kind, I mean, I guess information couldn't go as quickly in the 30s. I don't know, but like... This is in Arkansas, and he got away with this for a while. Furthermore, it's going on to say, furthermore, the American Medical Association had condemned the many elixirs sold for several different ailments, including cancer. While operating the, quote, hospital, Baker was being investigated by federal authorities and in 1939 was finally arrested for mail fraud. So, yeah, two years after he had bought this place, one U.S. postal inspector (laughs) estimated uh, that Baker had made as much as $500,000 per year selling his miracle elixirs through the mail while in Eureka Springs. So that's why the mail fraud. He was sending the elixirs through the mail. Okay. And made, they uh, estimated $500,000 a year by doing this. And that's just uh, part of the mail fraud. So you're like, oh, a million dollars in the 30s. Uh, That's probably a bit. It is a bit, but it's even more than that because realize he opened this building. He saw patients. He housed patients. Uh, We'll get there. Baker was convicted to serve a four-year sentence in Leavenworth. The investigation revealed that over the years, Baker had defrauded cancer patients out of approximately four million dollars. In 1937. Um, I don't know what that is, but I'm sure it's... (laughs) It is, and I... Oh, you big poop. You know, my phone freaked out on me a second ago, and I had the calculator ready with this, just so you know. Oh, okay. I'm gonna... I've got it right here. Hold on. Uno moment, poor favor. So what did I say? 1937? 1937, yes. 1937, $4 million, yeah? One, two, three. One, two, three. <laughs> Would you like to know how much he took from people over his two years? His two years. I would love to know. In today's money, $4 million in 1937 is equivalent in purchasing power to about, what's your guess? $4 million, um, I'm going to say at least $4D million. Is it, is at it, least, okay. yeah. Okay. Try eighty million three hundred and eight thousand fifty-five dollars and fifty-six cents in oh two years. God. That's how much he took from cancer patients for his fake treatments. Goodness sakes! Yep, that's also a one thousand nine hundred and seven point seven percent increase from nineteen thirty-seven to now. Yeah, I guess you know probably the big spike happened because I'm like, oh well, from ni- 1880 to today was this, so maybe the 30s. To- no, 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 the big spikes no. happened in the last like hundred five years. years. Oh, no. hundred. You're right. Yes, fifty, fifty years. Maybe? <laughs> no, it. Yeah, he stole eighty million dollars from sick and dying patients because he had miracle elixirs that were not actually 
miracle elixirs piece of trash oh but that's okay because he served his four years in leavenworth and blah 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 while no one died from baker's cure the investigation showed that his treatments most likely hastened the deaths of deaths of those suffering from cancer when they didn't receive effective forms of treatment in 1944 baker was released from leavenworth and moved to florida where he lived comfortably until he died in 1958 well i hope it was i hope he had a good life right like i cannot st- he did four years four years when he stripped away how many years from how many lives right i sound like i'm getting emotional really there's just something in my throat <laughs> but yeah he and he lived comfortably until he died on his own terms that's good that's nice. good for him where i'm glad karma? you died where yeah. was karma thank you anyway so we've now gone hotel community or like women's college junior college really stupid hospital that wasn't really a hospital with a piece of work for a doctor which wasn't really a doctor whatever during the war years of 1940 to 1946 the beautiful building once again sat empty however in 1946 the hotel was purchased by four chicago businessmen who began to restore the old hotel wow midwest hi Mm -hmm. the old hotel to its former elegance i love when they do that Mm mm-hmm uh though that never at the level of its first grand days in the late 1800s the hotel again began to thrive yay good unfortunately tragedy struck in 1967 when a fire fire swept through the fourth floor of the south wing and much of it was destroyed you know what they tried their best they got uh math 21 years out of it I, okay yeah better than the first run i think well no no they've been on a pretty bad stretch it's, yeah that's bad that is bad over the next several years the hotel passed through several hands this episode brought to you by 14 hands <laughs> <laughs> as repairs and more mes- restorations were made but it was never fully restored to its original grandeur grandeur oh god uh, i can't roll any grandeur i have yeah the, my grandeur <laughs> oh i did it what <laughs> i went oh my gosh and i i did not do it well the second time <laughs> it's okay there you know it's even though it's hot as heck out there is still springtime happening so i'm like for days now i don't usually have allergy issues but like i just my throat has been like this and it's like the more i talk the worse it's getting so like let's shut kelsey up let's <laughs> let's wrap this up mm-hmm. where were we However, all of this... Oh, yeah. Over the next several years... Do you hear it happening now? I spoke it into existence. Oh, God. Over the next several years, the hotel passed through several hands. I already said that. However, all this changed in 1997 when Marty and Elise... Uh, Sounds good to me. Yes, I thought there was more. No, I can't. Uh, R-O-E-N-I-G-K. Ronick? Yeah, I'm doing the Ronick... Anyway, they purchased the historic inn, and in May 1997, the couple announced, quote, in five years, we pledge to have this grand lady of the Ozarks back to where she was 100 years ago. But Ozark residents, having heard these promises too many times before, were skeptical. Yeah. I mean, rightfully so. As they should be. In 97, the Ronicks began to build, rebuild the spas. That first year, a 6,500-square-foot new moon spa opened, including... Uh, v- v- hmm, Vichy showers. Wow. I don't, Vichy showers? Maybe Vichy. Vichy, Vichy, not fishy. V- V-I-C-H-Y. Maybe it's Vichy. Vichy showers. <laughs> I meant to look that one up. 
I was probably too hot by that point to continue looking things up. Uh, A hydrotherapy tub, sauna, massage and therapy tables, tanning beds, and exercise equipment. That's all in the first year. The next major project was to restore the hotel's skyline destroyed in the 1967 fire, costing well over a million dollars. We're in the 90s now, so not a huge jump. The 3,500-square-foot penthouse, original center observation tower, and the 200-pound, 24-foot-tall crescent moon weather vane was restored. They put in a lot of work. Yeah. Mixing the old with the new. Yeah. See, that's what's going to draw people. Yeah. In the meantime, restorations of the guest rooms, lounges, electrical and plumbing, and landscaping were also going on. On September 6, 2002, Ronick's bold announcement became a reality. After $5 million in renovations after five years, the Grand Hotel had been fully restored to its original stately glory. And I suppose that's where we are today because that's where my bit stops. And, you know, I never said where this came from after all that. I've just been so uh, flustered is the word. Mm -hmm. This is all from legendsofamerica.com. And, I mean, they were so thorough. Why... Why fix it if it ain't broke? It seemed like a good place to start and stop. How weird that I also got my information. It's weird. It's almost like we plan things, converse before episodes. We do. It was a good website, okay? It it covered darn near everything you needed without getting too detailed, so... It did, and I, I like the way that it's written. It's written... I mean, pretty straightforward if told by somebody who can use their words correctly and actually speak. I am not that person. So Let's see what I can do since it's the same writer. I know. And now I'm going to sit over here and quietly melt and listen. Okay, what I've been doing for the last, I don't know. Yeah, my turn. I did grab like one other piece of information from another website. How dare you? <sighs> what? Historichotels.org. Oh, okay. Because, um, surprise, well, I guess they would leave it all for the this section, but... They said that they've also capitalized not just on the hotel part and this, like, hydrotherapy and all this good stuff, but each and every night at the 1886 Crescent Hotel and Spa, they conduct ghost tours. Wow. Seven days a week. It's weird. It's almost like this place is also haunted. (laughs) Yeah. That's, uh, where's the haunting come from? Let's find out. But they said the ghost, uh... From the same website, before I jump back to Legends of America, they said the ghost tour guides take guests through the hallways of America's most haunted hotel. You know, (laughs) isn't that the fifth one? Isn't that like the fifth hotel? That we've (laughs) ran into? Yeah. Um, They tell the tales of the Crescent Hotel, guests who checked out but never left. Ooh, Ooh, we love that. Winding up in the morgue. Ooh. Left behind the infamous Norman Baker. Not Norman Bates. I thought you were going to do it. No, Norman Baker. So he must... They said he didn't kill anybody. He must have. He... His... They said that his treatments did not... Technically. Kill anyone, but they did not... Heal. Prevent... It didn't heal them, and it could have progressed. Well, basically what it did was hasten the... what they say? Hasten the... Uh, side, it's not side effects, what in the world? The... Symptoms? Symptoms of whatever they were having. Basically, he did nothing to slow it, thus speeding it up kind of thing. Yeah. Well, anyway, and I'm sure that fire didn't do any favors, so... Yeah, like, I couldn't be convicted of murder if I said, uh, drink this green tea with me and it will heal your pregnancy. (laughs) No, we we can't do that. (laughs) My God. Drink this green tea with me and it'll heal your cancer. And like, if you die of cancer anyway, it's not like I can be convicted of murder. I just told you green tea might help. Might. Might. Fine print. 
Yeah. Read the fine print. Okay, now we're to the Legends of America. Here we go. Today, the Crescent Hotel is one of the most visited hotels in the South. I Show me the numbers. I know. Where are the receipts? With its long and extensive history, which it we is, just I mean, heard. Yeah, it is. It, the 1800s. <laughs> yeah. It's also known to be one of the most haunted places in the Ozarks. Okay, okay. I'll take that. I, I know. I was like, don't, don't you do it. <laughs> Staff and guests alike tell stories of several ghosts that are still said to inhabit the old hotel. The most often cited apparition is a red-haired Irish stonesmith. <laughs> well, look, look, I did, I did bad too. I did very bad. Yep, yeah, there you go. We're gonna back up. The most often cited apparition is a red-haired Irish stonemason who the staff has dubbed Michael. Michael, Michael. Really? I like don't. that is that a common name for an Irish stonemason of the 1800s? I don't know. I don't. I don't that's know. really a genuine question. A question. Again, slip in our DMs. Let us know. <laughs> Allegedly, Michael was one of the original Masons who worked on the hotel's building in 1885. However, while working on the roof, he lost his balance and fell to the second floor area and was killed. Uh, or was he pushed? Probably not. He probably fell. He probably fell. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this area now houses room 218 of the hotel where he fell. Okay. And it is said to be the most haunted guest room. Of so course, of course. So if you're going to stay there, because it is a hotel today, still working order, if you can book room 218, that's one of the most haunted. We'll get right on that. Yeah, let's, we're booking it now as we speak. Yeah, I'm not paying attention at all. <laughs> Michael is a mischievous spirit who likes to play tricks with the lights, the doors, the television, and often is heard pounding loudly on the walls. I mean, he was he, a stonemason. He was a mason. Um, others have witnessed hands. Ooh, have witnessed hands coming out of the bathroom mirror. Ooh, and, <laughs> and have heard cries of what sounded like a man falling in the ceiling. Uh -huh. The hands really. This episode brought to you by Fourteen Hands Wine. Oh no! Yeah. <laughs> anywhere I can slip it in. No, if, if we've talked about ghost. Uh, sorry, grave encounters before, right? Yes. Always. I was thinking that, I don't want to give anything away, but I will say it hands. is the weirdest point, <laughs> Hands. I'm mad because it's such a good movie, and I will admit, although it should be a creepy part, at that point you're like, all right, this is, this is still fiction. Yes. <laughs> anyway, other guests have been... Oh, this is other things they've experienced. Yet, other guests have been shaken during the night, and on one occasion, a patron ran screaming from their room, professing to have seen blood spattered all over the walls. Okay. Crazy. Spooky. Don't like that. Criminal, even. <laughs> <laughs> from the days when the old hotel served as Baker's Cancer Hospital, so now we're jumping forward. To that douchebag. Yeah. The lingering spirit of a nurse dressed in all white is often seen pushing a gurney on the third floor. Isn't that the second one we've heard? Uh, the first well, one, they can hear You hear, hear a gurney. You're right, you're right. You can see her in this one. No, thank you. You nope. seem sick, my son. <laughs> oh, I hate that movie. Too. Guys, I'm really, there's a small part of me that's genuinely afraid that I don't have an actual personality. I'm just 95% movie quotes. <laughs> I don't know. I'm scared. That's House on Haunted Hill. Look that it is. up. That uh, is. The 2000, ooh, what year? 99. 99. I thought yeah. it was 2000. Sorry. Anyway. 
but you're gonna she's only spotted after 11 p.m so as long as you're in bed and sleeping by then mm. she got that third shift gross well it's because that's when they used to move the deceased out of the cancer hospital and oh, so, so no one would see it the ghost spirit vanishes when she reaches the end of the hallway i guess if there were renovations and she is a residual spirit does it say what floor third third floor Ooh, because that fire happened on the fourth floor i was gonna say what if she's just going where the f- keep continuing before where the fourth floor burned that would make sense <gasps> oh, <too bad. sighs> see now that's residual that's different from an intelligent haunting guys yeah. keep up <laughs> uh others who have not seen the apparition have reported the sounds of squeaks and rattles that sound like a gurney rolling down the hallway there it is there she is there she goes During the 1930s, this area was used as the morgue and even today still houses, and they definitely put doctor in quotes, Dr. Baker's old autopsy table and walk-in freezer. Still houses it to this day. Why? Why? What are we memorializing? They do the ghost tours. They, I guess. I don't know. I feel like that was so tragic. I highly doubt they were like, you know what would be good? More capitalism. Hold on to this room. It's, you're, everyone's always trying to make a dollar, Kelsey. I don't know. The la- the laundry area is also located on the third floor, where a hotel maintenance man once witnessed all of the washers and dryers inexplicably turning on by themselves in the middle of the night. No. Uh, no. That's, no. The bills. Like, <laughs> no, the money. <laughs> the water bill. Uh, the next line says, the greedy Dr. Baker. <laughs> And again, in quotes, the greedy Dr. Baker apparition has also been seen in the old recreation room in the basement and at the foot of the first floor stairway. No. Okay. Stay away from there. He's usually dressed in a purple shirt and white linen suit and looking somewhat confused. No way. I mean, it gets weird. It's like he's not a doctor. Yeah. The apparition appears identical to old photographs of the infamous quack. <laughs> so they're saying they know it's him because it looks like him from pictures. Well, now I'm, I, I'm going to pay attention, but I want to look up what this guy looks See like. See what he looks like? Yeah. For a time, the antique switchboard continued to be utilized in the hotel, but when it continually received phone calls from otherwise the otherwise empty basement... No. <laughs> uh, the old switchboard was discontinued. So they would just randomly get calls and they would see it coming from the basement. No. No. It's not. It's a no from me. It was here in the basement that Dr. Baker hapless, uh, Dr. Baker's hapless patients were often convinced of his miracle cures and handed over their life savings for the treatment. Blech. Another remnant of these old hospital days is a ghostly figure who calls herself Theodora. Ooh. That's what she calls herself. I yeah. Well, let's see. That's that calls herself. Yeah, most often seen by housekeepers in room four nineteen. So I assume that is the fourth floor. Yes. Theodora courteously introduces herself as a cancer patient before quickly vanishing. So yeah, you bet your sweet bottom. She's like, "That's me, Theodora. Peace." This dude. <laughs> what did you find the pictures? Yeah. So he. He looks like, maybe because I just recently watched it, he looks like, um, I don't know how to explain it. The dad from the page master, but like <laughs> if he was just stupid. Oh my God. He does look And like had a, a slick back. If he took that sweet, like old man Devin Sawa, early nineties hair and pushed it back and it was white. That's the page master's Ew. son. The, D- Macaulay dad? Culkin's dad. Yuck. Well, we don't like him. He, do, he even in his picture looks like. I'm a doctor? 
Like, he looks real <laughs> skeptical of himself. Mm-hmm. Where am I? Moving on. In the lobby. So, there, apparently, it's just all over. The good thing is it's not centralized. It sounds like you can get uh, an experience just about anywhere in this We hotel. love that. In the lobby, a gentleman dressed in formal Victorian clothing, complete with a top hat, has often been spotted at the bottom of the stairway and sitting at the bar. Described as a distinguished-looking man, I assume there's a word missing, with a mustache and beard, many have claimed to entice him into a conversation. However, he sits quietly and never responds before disappearing. Gross. I Victorian era? Wouldn't that have been past this time? That's for sure past their time. Well, maybe people just don't know what eras they're talking about, because I feel like if you look at early 1900s dress, especially on the West, yeah, it's still pretty, like, dated, obviously. Yeah, I get... I don't know. Anyway, that just seems not right, but okay. The hotel's crystal dining room is another place in the hotel that is said to contain frequent paranormal activity. Yay. Here, other Victorian dressed apparitions have been encountered. I... I don't know. It was a Victorian area. Somebody help me. I'll get to it. (laughs) Many have seen groups of 1890s dancers in full dress attire whirling around the room in the wee hours of the morning. Other reports tell of a 19th century gentleman who has been sitting, who has been seen sitting at a table near the windows. When approached, he says, I saw the most beautiful woman here last night and I'm waiting here for her to return. That's a lot. That is, That's a mouthful. For a spirit, also, yeah. are you ready to feel foolish? Yeah. The Victorian era. Keep in mind, when did this hotel? 1886. Uh, the Victorian era is from 1837 to 1901. Wow. Yeah. A lot later than I thought. Same. Kind of dumb. Feel huh. kind of silly. I feel dumb. All right, well. Y'all can, don't, don't call me stupid. I, my feelings are just so fragile. So fragile. Not even because of the pregnancy. We're Libras. We don't. <laughs> anyway. Uh, a former waitress reported that she spied the vision of a Victorian bride and groom in oh. the dining room's huge mirror. The groom allegedly made eye contact with her before the couple faded away. Ah. Uh. There's that man looking at another woman. Can't oh even be. Oh my goodness. Even in death. can't be trusted uh the victorian spirits that linger in the dining room are said to be very playful Mm. on the on one occasion during the christmas season the christmas tree and all its packages were found mysteriously moved to the other side of the room who did that that is a lot of work right even for a living person (laughs) (laughs) additionally all the chairs had been moved to circle or face the transported tree I don't like that. That's not playful. No. That's scary, (laughs) y'all. On another occasion, staff arrived in the morning to find the dining room in perfect order, except for all of the menus scattered about the room. Odd. Is there a cat? They don't say. There's no spooky cat that we've heard, that we've yet, yet read into. In the dining room's kitchen, the apparition of a small boy has been seen skipping around, and sometimes pots and pans are said to come flying off the hooks of their own accord. Yay. (sighs) One other often reported spirit is a young female who once attended the Crescent College and Conservatory for Young Women, which was opened between 1908 and 1924. As we learned. Yes. According to the tale, the young girl either jumped from or was pushed from a balcony to her death. Today, guests report hearing her screams as she falls. 
I don't like that. How can you have spirits on one floor having a good time, and then you've got the mason and this... <sighs> what if they all happened at the same time and it's all residual <sighs> screams of fun? <laughs> Who knows? Other apparitions have been cited in room 202 and room 424. So if you can't get into, I think it was 218. 218. Yep. As well as a ghostly waiter carrying a tray of butter in the hallways. <laughs> so specific. How do you know it's butter in there? I don't know. Especially Honestly. if they put them in like, they you get butter in different shapes and stuff. What if it was like a swan or a rose? Yeah. I don't know. Fancy butter. Fancies. <laughs> Whether you visit the historic Crescent Hotel to get a peek at one of its many spirits or want to experience its long history and luxurious accommodations, you will certainly not be disappointed. Today, the fully restored hotel creates an ambiance that has transcended time while providing all the amenities that the modern-day traveler requires. Yay. Surrounded by 15 acres of formal gardens and nature trails, we love it, the hotel offers 72 guest rooms. You said this is the same article you already sent all of this. Yeah. They have balconies, they've got suites, they got all the goods, they got the good stuff. The fancy stuff. And that is all they had on the um, haunted history. Mm-hmm. I did go snooping around the reviews because I want to know what people had to say. Right. I was disappointed that there w- were a lot of reviews on it saying, we stayed here and it was haunted. It was very scary. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then no details? No. And they're like, do the ghost tour. It's great. Lots of experiences. Like what? like what? What? Tell us. Yeah, no one was very descriptive in the the review section, so that sucked. Um, another little tidbit, which wasn't included in this article, we just we didn't plan this, but this is another place that Ghost Adventures has uh, visited. Right. You know. Okay. Hear me out. They've done so many episodes. They're probably trying to find places too. Now, I need to find what episode it was. I can't remember, but they said they had quite a bit happen, like seeing apparitions. They got shadows, EVPs. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was hard to search for other people's experiences because I kept getting ghost adventures, and I'm gonna try to look it up really quick. Ghost adventures. Okay. Uh. Uh, I'm gonna sing you a song. Don't. Uh, no, no, okay. Wow. Jesus. Um. <laughs> well, now I'm embarrassed. Uh. <laughs> I mean, no, thank you. <laughs> no. I mean, no, thank you. That's foul. <laughs> well, I found. Uh, it was in 2019. Oh, really? Uh, does it say season eight? No. What? Hello, ma'am. They're making things up. It was... We don't know. It doesn't matter. I'm trying to check and my internet just pooped out. It's... Oh, no, my internet's just trash. It's season 16, episode 6. Check it out, I guess. Stuff they they saw was they captured a curtain movie on its own, and they made contact with Michael. Michael! Yep, and that is their most notorious ghost is the Mason, so... Yeah. Michael the Mason. Stone Mason. Good for him. But yeah, that's... The Crescent Hotel. I'm sorry if I ran through that very quickly. Again, dying. It's you know, yeah, this was a quicker episode, wasn't it? Was it? <laughs> a little a little bit. Not a lot. It's okay. Who put a time limit on these things? We run the show, literally. It's our show. If we want it to be 10 minutes, we can have it be 10 minutes. Deal with it. That, that's, that's, that's it. it. That's yeah. it. <laughs> I had nothing to add to that. I'm sorry. I'm putting my shoes back on. Um Ugh, which just gross, ew. Even though they're slides, sweat. Yep. <sighs> gross. 
Yeah, I think that that's all for Eureka Springs, or Arkansas. I almost <laughs> did it. Did you hear it? Yes. Sorry, I wanted. I want to be more engaged, guys. I'm just so God it's dang warm. warm. It is so warm. It is cooling down. It's probably now a balmy 82. Probably in the in the house. I mean, of course. Right. Yes. Of course. Of course. Yeah. So next week, new episode. Why? What comes after Arkansas? <laughs> I don't Arkansas. know. It's a surprise. Uh, oh, no. We did Alaska. What in the world? No. Um, We're terrible. I can't guys, even think. This We're is going, bad. We're, We're going, going somewhere, somewhere else after this. <laughs> we are going somewhere after this, and you will hear it. Yes. Well, we're not going somewhere. We'll talk about somewhere. You know what? It's fine. This is fine. We're fizzling out bad. <laughs> it's okay. I think... We will have a normal episode next week, fingers crossed, wherever we may be going. Yes. But maybe not after that. Why is that, Megan? Because um, my child will be entering the world. (laughs) (laughs) Were you ready to announce it? Oh, I I guess I am. No, I don't (laughs) care. Um, I wasn't due until later in the month, and we've gotten a nice uh, surprise and been told that I will be induced a little bit sooner. So, so we're gonna do as many episodes as we can yes. together. We we still like I, th- I think we've said this before. We have things in the works. Yes. To continue going forward after the child is here, the, the only difference is the child will be here a little bit earlier than anticipated. Yes, but we're not going anywhere. We're still gonna be here bringing you content. Don't fret. You'll see it's coming. Um, hopefully, it's okay and you're not upset with what we have <laughs> planned, but. <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll make it work. We'll get through this together. We will. Yeah. I also have exciting news, way more exciting than yours, uh, about having a child. I have new children as well. Oh, yes. <laughs> Tell us about yours. I have chickens. That's it. Oh, I can't, yeah. That's it. I can't believe I didn't mention this last week. I got chickens, guys. Oh, you have had them no, for a little yeah, bit. Yeah. It's been like a week and a half, two weeks now. Uh, that I've had these chickens, and <laughs> definitely by last episode, the previous episode, I had the chickens. I think we were still like, this sounds awful, not getting super attached because they don't always make it. Yeah. Uh, we did have a couple losses, but you know what? We now actually, Maddie is currently sitting outside with the chickens. They're getting their first day outside. They get yes. to see the grass and such, having I a bet good time. They love this weather. Oh, they're at least having a great time. I am not having a great time. <laughs> Yeah, I have chickens now, and it is an adventure. We're building a coop. That is also an adventure. Yeah. Us and our children. I will have a child soon, guys. What in God's... Mm. It's weird. It's weird. It is weird. I'm nervous. I was going to say, I don't know how nervous you are. I'm nervous for you, and I'm just, like, trying to be quiet about it. No, I'm nervous. I don't know. I'm at peace with it for the moment, but... It comes in waves, so yeah. let's not dwell on it too much. Why don't we just wrap this up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then, actually, I debated on putting this on another episode, uh, but I'm going to mention it now to Megan. Maybe, like, my goal is to have it when we have, like, our first Thursday episode. I don't know when I'm going to fit it in, but we have to look at it for a little bit. Okay. Uh, I received a message from a listener about something they may have caught or something that someone else may have caught. And I haven't had you listen to it yet, but I want you in real time to put this up against your ear, like hold it like you're going to have to move your headphone, put this up against your ear like you're talking on the phone and hit play. The video is about 10, 15 seconds long, and I just want to see your reaction in real time. Let the good people at home 
hear are they gonna hear it too no no i want you to just hear it. this is gonna be a surprise for everyone if we find oh, something you're gonna oh, okay yeah so, so listen go be ahead right and listen back. give her 10 seconds or so oh it's i'm sorry what you have to endure to get there okay well i have to pause it now and start over thank okay, you okay 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 it's only six seconds long go ahead no hold it like a phone what no did you wait till the very end no i heard it there's two there's one and then there's a second one that even i was driving in my car and heard it okay well, then we'll go on. one more ew i don't uh-huh. know what that is uh-huh i'm <laughs> it's gross because you hear what should be like the breathing the normal breathing at the very beginning yeah and then you hear it yes this is apparently from someone who lives alone, and they are a woman. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> we haven't received any uh, listener listener experiences for a little bit, and I w- they're just like, I just got a message that said, listen to this and tell me what you think. And I went, uh, I'm driving, and in my car I can hear that. Yeah. Like, uh. That's pretty. Wow, we need to, like. Uh, I wish there was a way to, like, separate the sounds. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to tell you what's going on in the video, but just know, like, you have to endure some pretty rough stuff to get to it. But it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. But, yeah, um, I just wanted I wanted you to hear that now. I Yeah, something to look forward to, everybody, because I think that sounds like something to me. We yeah. haven't We haven't caught... Like, that sounds like a really good, if it is true, EVP. real EVP. Something yeah. like, we haven't caught something that good since, like, Mill Dam. Yeah. So we're going to dissect it and you might hear it. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, we'll be back next week. I'll be back in a state wherever, wherever. Well, yeah, we're somewhere (laughs) next time. We'll see you next time. Okay. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Mixing, editing, and music is by Kelsey Ingram. Our cover art is done by both of us. Visit our website at orsothesaypod.com. You can find links to our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, all at orsothesaypod. If you would like to donate and have access to all of our evidence from our investigations, please visit patreon.com slash orsothesaypod. You can donate as little as $1 to hear EVPs, watch haunting videos, and see photographic evidence we've captured during our travels. You can also give a once-off donation to our PayPal, which will be linked on our website as well. Merchandise can be found at redbubble.com slash people slash or so they say pod. You can find or so they say on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you stream your favorite podcasts. And when you do find us, please make sure to rate, review, follow, or subscribe. We and the algorithms will thank you for it. See See you you next week. week.